21.8%. That's the percentage of the Canadian population that will be over 65 years of age in the next 10 years. Currently, about 19% of Canadians are above 65, and from 2016 to 2021, the number of people aged 65 and older grew six times faster than the number of people under 15. Due to this, the Canadian Mortgage and Housing Corporation, CMHC, released a housing market insight analyzing the effect of the aging population on Canadian housing. Their first finding was that most seniors are opting to stay in their home rather than sell, with the majority of seniors waiting until they're around 85 or older. Another interesting finding was that homeowners aged 75 and older in Ontario and British Columbia chose to stay in their home longer than any other provinces. This could be due to the average price in both of these provinces generally being the highest throughout the country. Some of these senior households may choose to move into a condominium as they get older. To analyze this, CMHC looked at census data on the proportion of seniors that have their primary residence listed as a condominium. They found in 2011, 12.3% of homeowners aged 65 to 69 listed a condo as their primary residence, whereas in 2021, 10 years later, that same age group was now 75 to 79, and 17.3% of homeowners listed a condo as their primary residence. Further data indicated that the proportion of condominium owners slightly rises with age until about 85, at which point it stays flat. The report also found that as households age, they opt for smaller homes. Around 100,000 households between 45 and 84 years of age move to homes with less bedrooms every year. CMHC concluded by saying the data seems to suggest that a large portion of senior households, especially younger ones, are deciding to age in their home rather than put it on the market. The big question is whether in the coming decades, elderly households will follow in the footsteps of previous generations or go their own way. Will aging in place become more popular with seniors or will the recent rise in rental housing starts in various areas across the country encourage more senior households to opt for renting? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Write to the show at alexblencarnrealestate at gmail.com and let me know what you think. Next, let's talk about mortgage renewals. The math doesn't look good. Data shows that around two-thirds of Canadian mortgages will renew by 2026, with a bit more than half coming in 2024 and 2025, and then the remainder in 2026. Monthly payments are set to rise by 15%. By the end of 2024, 30% by 2025, and 45% by 2026 unless rates change. And if households are forced to funnel more of their monthly income into mortgage payments, that means they will have less to spend on things like appliances, electronics, restaurants, and holidays. Based on the share of total households with a mortgage, this hit to household discretionary income is estimated at a 20% reduction 
to national disposable income by the end of 2026. So there are three scenarios we could see in Canada if we don't see a decline in interest rates. One, households will opt to restructure their mortgage payments and potentially make lump sum payments on their mortgage to keep their monthly cost roughly the same. Number two, other households will downsize, adding more supply to the market, potentially further decreasing housing prices as demand remains steady. And number three, a smaller group of mortgage holders will have no choice but to default. Because of this math, David Rosenberg of Rosenberg Research and Associates Incorporated argues the Bank of Canada needs to decrease their rate significantly before it's too late. Let's see what happens. On November 15th, the national housing statistics came out from the Canadian Real Estate Association for the month of October 2023. So, national home sales fell 5.6% month over month as demand continues to decline. New listings also fell by 2.3% month over month, and this was the first decline in new listings that we've seen in 2023 since the month of March. The national sales to new listings ratio hit about 50%. This has dropped about 20% in the last six months and marks a 10-year low. And that 50% officially puts us in a balanced market in Canada. Now, this isn't too surprising and really enforces what we've been seeing over the past few months. A lot of would-be home buyers are choosing to wait until 2024 to make their purchase. The month-over-month -month declines in new listings also indicate that sellers may be following suit and opting to wait to make a move. However, it's not all bad news. The average sale price in Canada actually increased by 1.8% year over year in October 2023. Overall, home price declines seem to be mainly focused in Ontario. However, parts of BC are also seeing some price softening. In contrast, in the prairies and east coast, prices are still rising, which could be the reason we saw that year-over-year -year increase in the average price measure. What seems to be happening specifically in Alberta, New Brunswick, and Nova Scotia is people are still moving there from other parts of the country. Let's see if these trends continue as we move through November and December. Well, that's all for me, folks. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Canadian Real Estate News Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Blencarn, and until next time, take care.